0: Welcome to the Foley Jones Show. On this podcast, I'm going to be joined by some of the most inspirational and charismatic figures from the world of KBB and Builders Merchanting, alongside some very special guests. 2020 has not been the year anyone expected, but we're now entering our new normal, and whoever you are, whatever you're doing, it's going to be a new game. Okay, boys and girls, listeners, this is the moment we have been waiting for. After a very, very short break, the Foyne Jones show is back. We've survived. So the survival specials, that series is long in the past. We are now in our new series. It's a new game. So who better to start the show than Stephen Johnson, Managing Director of Cookie UK, the tap that does it all. Mr Johnson, good afternoon. You are looking the part today, sir.
1: Thank you, Peter. Good to see you again.
0: It is, mate. Do you you remember those times we were talking when when you were on, I think, episode three? And it was was an uncertain time politically. We were in the beginning of the pandemic. We knew that it was going to hit us hard and we'd be going into lockdown. And you had your views politically, I had mine. No one was prepared as we could be. We are coming out the other side. There is positivity. Can I ask Stephen, just to kind of paint a picture, How's it been for you, your family? You know, away from work. Have you have you come out of this well? You, is there normality or some normality resuming? I've what? Sorry. Is there some normality at home resuming for you? Yeah,
1: I think we've a, a, a adapted to life with COVID. Um, I'm a person that likes routine, um, so the routine's been a bit disrupted. But in terms of family life, and yeah, we're all safe, well. Business is still here. We're trading. So I think we have to be positive and thankful.
0: I I think we do. And, you know, that that time we all had, I think, to look at ourselves and understand, you know, how we were going to come out of this and and what we were going to do. It was it was character building. I think we saw the good in humanity. I think we saw the the worst in humanity at times. But we're here now in July. And I look at kind of the markets that that I work in and and the, the sectors I'm active in as a, as a recruiter, as a consultant in terms of what I'm doing. And, and we, are going through some, we are going through some big changes at some tough times. And, and I think there's, there's been people within KBB that have stood out and have kind of stood up and made a difference. And I would say from, from my perspective, you and your business have been one of those. You've kind of you've been a voice of positivity throughout, haven't you?
1: Yeah, I think it's important. I think at KUKA, we've felt the strain of the crisis that it's placed on the industry. We've seen firsthand how it's affected smaller independent retailers and how changing consumer habits have dramatically impacted the sales. But I think during these difficult times, your your brand's faced with two choices. We can shrivel up and remain inward focused or we can work together and share experiences and resources to help the industry rebuild, recover and thrive. And I've grown up in this industry passionately believe we have a wider responsibility of support wherever possible. So I really feel it's essential that companies, retailers unite and do what they can for the wider industry.
0: And that's and that's and that's a that's a powerful message to put out there because you know we are faced right now and we'll come on to this further further down the podcast but we are faced right now, I think, with you know some of the toughest toughest situations for people who through no fault of their own you know, have, have arrived in March or April, and they are out of work, or they are facing redundancy, or they are in situations which are, which are really challenging. And seeing good people come together, you know what what Andrew Davis has been doing, you know, in terms of supporting people, what what we're doing, you know, and we'll come on to some some of what we're giving back. But but inviting others and trying to be trying to give optimism and give hope is it can be it can be tough at times when you're not feeling that good yourself because i've i've gone through a journey of having a very motivational hour to a very unmotivated hour to kind of rethinking my approach and rethinking what we do as a business and a partner to to kind of be more current because if we were doing it that way but the market's not working that way we need to have something different and we need to be i think i mean, i think being reflective and responsive to people's needs helps and and seeing the opportunity and encouraging people to, to be creative, you know, if they're employing and be creative if they're thinking of what's next for them. That's where you can help and you and you can you can really try and stand out. And I think the if I look back across the 31 episodes of the last podcast series, everyone was open. People shared the highs, they shared the lows, and and there was that collective, we will come through this coming out now we don't want to leave any people behind I think we've got to kind of I think
1: think it's very difficult I think there's two different um, problem areas I think one is how businesses are going to run with COVID in the background and COVID is with us now until there's a vaccine so we've as a company launched a number of initiatives to help our dealers installers and the wider KBB networks I think there are two problems one, how are you going to run your business in this new world and are there disruptions around the corner? And then I think, unfortunately, there are companies that have suffered through no fault of their own. You could have had a super business in on March the 21st or March the 22nd and come March the 23rd. It changes and it changed for the worse. And I think the problem with it is out of everybody's control. So normally, when you look back at the financial crisis, stock market crashes, recessions, you can respond to those because you actually know what's happening. You're aware of what's going on. I think the difficulty with COVID is it's unknown. I mean, we're out of lockdown, we're trading, but I think what does the future hold? And I think the other problem with it is there are certainly some poor people in the industry through no fault of their own. They're out of work and facing hardship. And I think the industry has a wider responsibility to look after those people and not just talk about. I think it's easy to say we want to help this person, we want to help that person. And certainly at KUKA if we could employ them all, we would, but we can't. But as a company, we're fortunate enough to be successful. We've managed our way through the initial stages of COVID. As I say, I'm not sure what's coming, but we feel a responsibility to the industry and we really want to help those people that, or out of work through no fault of their own, to get back into work. And I think that remains a significant challenge.
0: On the other end, I would say, of the heartbreaking calls, and and I went through this very, very close to home with my wife. You know, my my wife, through through no fault of her own, was was made redundant. Um, you know, you you can argue the reasons behind it or not, but but sixteen of them were taken out of a legal business, and you know, she's been lucky enough to to find another position, and. I think the wrongs that company did will be will be addressed. But but when you're talking to people right now, the, the duty of care is is to is to be compassionate, but be honest and, and give them give them, you know, the, for me, it's the tools where they can help themselves. You are right, Stephen. And it's something that, that that I believe, you know, not not as many companies and people and leaders have put their money where their mouth is as much and that's a quite daring i'm going to say it but i will say it no, it's, easy, I, it's easy to give you know it's easy to be seen to be helping and to, and to say you know yes we'll support that or share this or like this or whatever but actually to get into the detail and stand up and say right i will give something back yeah You've that's it, it. it is
1: very difficult and I, I think every company's circumstances is difficult. So I don't think I, I can criticise companies that have let people go, obviously, for financial reasons. Um, whether they needed to let them go or not is you know, something I, I, I won't know. But I think it's quite easy to trim your workforce. Um, but actually, we, as I say, we have a wider responsibility that the people that work for us. I'm quite proud that during COVID, we haven't had to furlough any staff. We've managed to keep them all on board we've managed to keep them all fully occupied and engaged in work we've kept them all safe and healthy so i think there are other options than the easy options and i know businesses are faced with some very tough decisions but i think you have to look at your staff and treat them as human beings and you know they're they're all here to earn a wage and i think we have a responsibility to try and keep people in employment um and i feel yeah I feel fiercely about that. But I've, you know, it's an industry I've grown up in um, 35 years. And I, I, yeah, I enjoy the industry, but I think it needs a lot of help, care and attention at the moment.
0: Yeah, there, 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 needs, to be, there needs to be a voice. There needs to be a direction. There needs to be a purpose. And, and that, that energy can be can be channeled and focused really, really the right way at the moment people need to kind of it needs to calm down and and you mentioned something again there that you know we don't know what's coming but you know i have an idea that you know when when the furlough when people stop living the furlough dream you know and, and when the the payment holidays and the breathing space and the you know the reality of financial commitments start coming back um there is going to be a lot of pressure on people's financial well-being and mental well-being and And we are seeing that now, so 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 you look at it from from where where I am and, and right now I'll, i'm I'm delighted and proud to say that I'm recruiting again you you know,
1: know, I, 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 but I think the furlough was designed to, one of my concerns with furlough is the idea of it was to encourage companies to keep people in work and what I see at the moment is people using the furlough to keep them on as long as they can. And when the furlough ends the staff go and actually i think the spirit of furlough and the basis on which you take that furlough money which is taxpayers money because we're all going to pay that back is you should be taking that on the basis that actually you feel there is a, a, an opportunity for the staff beyond covid and that is the whole purpose of furlough not to fund payroll till it ends and then you
0: get rid of them so um you know i think the scheme do you think there there is examples of businesses that are delaying the inevitable by you know they they've made a decision, all right? So let's play devil's advocate. They've made a decision. They they'll let it roll. You know when it is taxpayers' money and it's coming in. But but the true spirit is to protect the job. It's job retention. It's to give give something back. And 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 it, well, I know it's not the case on on many occasions because I'm hearing the call of come back to work on Monday, eleven o'clock. You know. I think should be quite. I have a
1: a, a a a firm view on that. That if you furlough people and you bring them back from furlough and make them redundant, then you should pay your furlough money back to the government. I think because we all end up paying for it. And as I say, I think the the furlough scheme has will suffer abuse. And I'm I'm not suggesting that people are abusing it on purpose. People have been forced into a situation here where overnight their business has gone. So I think. What they do then is very quickly do things that make, help make easy decisions. So furlough is pretty easy. I put all my stuff on furlough and I get the wages paid or a percentage. So I think although the ideas were good, I'm, I'm not sure that they were. I, I, I think they are open to abuse. and want, I, I'm worried about the amount of redundancies I'm now seeing following the lockdown. Uh, and I hear there are plenty more to follow and that, that is a worry.
0: a a, a big worry it it is i mean the you know if if you look at some of the the, the, you know the big travis perkins announcement of a a couple of weeks ago okay you know for for 165 green and gold 165 travis perkins branches 102 were the the, the green and gold kind of general branches nine and a quarter percent of their workforce uh, you know at so many different levels um that's that's very strategic as well you know you can you can see what's happening there now that hit me personally because it's been a very long time since i was a travis perkins employee stephen but but i will bore you at 18 years old i walked into travis perkins Original story. <laughs> I, You know, without Incredible. them, without them I, I would have not what i've had so so you you, you hit it and you go well you know, they helped me get to director. they gave me the tools to kind of join another business and run London very young and set my company up, you want to help people, you want to support them, but then you're, you're looking at the, you're looking at the maths and you're looking at an amazing, I mean, I've, I've got examples where businesses are saying to me, we placed, we've advertised two positions, they're they're good positions, you know, we advertise them on Thursday, by, by Saturday afternoon we've got 100 odd applications, help, you know, wow. we've got a, we want to process these and, and, and I think it's it's understanding the, the need that people have. Some of the best sales reps I know in, in KBB and, and merchant, you know, they're they're doing courier work, they're they're doing anything they can so to, it's to a living because they need to bring cash in. And these are people that were absolutely invaluable. But perhaps the role of the rep with the you know the, the architectural car in the territory and the of the, the flesh pressing may change. But good people, whether it's on a video call like this or whether it's face to face or at a distance now, you know, you need good people in your business. And the message I'm saying is that in tough times, you know, the good become greater and the better people become better because you need them more, don't you?
1: Yeah, I think that you need good staff and good people around you. And I think one of the difficulties or one of the observations I make is that a lot of companies making some significant changes, all being blamed on COVID. But it can't really just be COVID. I think these, right. in, in some cases, these are companies that are probably expanded beyond where they needed to expand. If you look at Travis Perkins, I trade with them, but they've got a huge branch network. It's a huge company. And you look at how it's evolved over time. I think they're using, I, I won't suggest that they are, but I, certainly when I read about certain companies and the redundancies and the changes they're making, I think they're just putting right past failures under the guise of COVID which is fine, but I think, you know, the most important part of any business is it's people. And I absolutely firmly believe that they should be treated right. And even in difficult times, you know, they're not, they're not the first thing I would look to get rid of. As I say, when we went into lockdown, the last thing I was gonna do was put my stuff on furlough. And to the man and lady, I got more out of them through that period, March to the end of May or June than being on furlough. And actually, as I sit now today and I look at our industry, there's lots of companies coming out of hibernation that didn't do anything in those periods that are looking to start their businesses again. And the advantage it had for us by not furloughing the staff and keep going is we're business ready. When the doors and the showrooms opened, we were at the races. The staff were in work mode. they have been speaking with the divas and helping them through the period. And it served us really, really well. Um, So, yeah, it was a positive time for it, a strange time. But bizarrely, it was a good opportunity for us to reflect on our business, reflect on what we're doing. And we took the 12-week period to look at how we can help our customers, how we can help the dealers, and how we can help the wider audience. And that's proved really motivating, really positive. And June is going to be
0: one of our best ever months. Um, and it's just incredible. It's fantastic. But but you've been true to it. I remember you saying to me, you know, I've got the industrial cleaners coming in. We are going to do this. If we can open, we will open. You were saying this to me, and I'm like, I believe him because he's going to make this happen. Now, I, I joked on my kind of journey that I was we were like in a Riverside offices here. And like, there was three or four lonely business owners still coming in every day. And I'd come in with my puppy and I would, I'd see less people. Than on the way to mark suspension or, or Tesco's than I would hear, so it's completely safe but I was making sure that you know we were going to come out and go again so we've kind of I would say we've diversified but we're doing different services and having more fun creatively picking up on our our social presence and our consulting as well as traditional recruitment but that passion I have is like this will not beat us we will support this sector and we will stand up and try and do something, which is... And I thank you for it, for being one of the first guests on, because it kind of just got bigger and bigger through the series. And yeah, it's interesting. It's, I think we've... All right, we've
1: yeah, and I look at the relationships that I've developed through lockdown and through the crisis. It's brought us closer together with a lot of our customers. I spoke to more customers in this 12-week period than I've ever spoken to in, in all my time at Kuka. So it's actually... Consolidated a lot of our relationships with customers, dealers, um, and also with the workforce. I mean, they are forever appreciative that we've managed to keep them working, we've managed to keep them occupied, and it's you know we come out of it. And as as difficult as the situation is, and as how challenging it is, and it will remain challenging. We've come out of this, and we feel yeah, we feel good. We feel that we're faced for the future. We feel that we've helped who we can we've put money where we can to help people and we'll continue to do that and i would urge other companies in a similar position to us that have the financial resource have the human resource to step up to the table and help the people that are out of work that shouldn't be out of work and we can make the industry a better place
2: a massive thanks to our friends at cooker uk our headline sponsor of the series Foyne Jones, in partnership with Cooker UK, are offering specialist redundancy support to those that have been affected by the recent crisis. We will be offering free of charge CV and social media makeovers, webinars focusing on content for social media and personal branding, a weekly video showcase of talented job seekers, some employer-led workshops to discuss live vacancies in your area, as well as, of course, our ongoing telephone, email, and social media support. To sign up to our redundancy support package, Get in touch at let's talk Stay safe, keep healthy, and be positive.
0: I want to actually let my listeners know how supportive you have been uh, you have been as a company and as a man. When we put out on LinkedIn or on our socials what we were doing together, it made a lot of noise and we had a phenomenal response. Okay, so because of your support. We are able to offer people in KBB and allied sectors who have been made redundant an unbelievable amount of support and time that we couldn't have done before. So we'll just go through what you've made happen, Stephen, all right? I'm going to talk you through it. So we are providing free of charge CV makeovers. This is like the house doctor revisited. We are looking at individual CVs. We are giving them a 4 Jones score out of 10. And we are helping people help themselves by creating that into a much more what we would call attractive, hard-hitting, first-impression document. The CV makeover is really important because you have one chance to make a first impression. Now, you know, that, that instant, you know, you walk in a room or someone opens it, you want to stand out. So we're doing that. We are then looking at your LinkedIn profile. And we're seeing whether you are going to be visible for recruiters who are searching, hiring managers who are searching. Does your CV represent exactly who you are online and offline? and Is that that intangible? When we get it right, people have got a walking, fluid representation of their brand. That then takes us on to the social media content and personal branding webinar. And I split this in three parts. We do the building your audience, engaging with them, and storytelling. So you you build it up, you learn how to create content, and then you start telling stories. Every angle we get, Stephen, we give them the option of you can create a video, you can use an infographic, you can use a picture. You know, we see how popular Stephen Johnson will be in front of his tap. We see how popular and he will be. He's uh, coming onto the podcast in front of his hampers. I can, you know, talk, talk, and put a story out there, but giving people the confidence to do their first video, to release their first bit of content, that's really powerful. <laughs> We've got employability workshops, webinars going live, the webinar on Friday. This is a good one for you, Stephen. It's a KBB-led webinar, vacancy-led webinar, where I've got seven positions I'm going to be talking about. We're giving job seekers the tools and pathways to apply. And we're going to follow that up with all different support and networking groups as well. There's going to be a weekly video showcase where we're going to highlight people looking for jobs, and share it across our network, share it across our connections. There's no recruitment fees involved. We're giving that out to push people, push people into the right place. And there's ongoing phone, email, and social media support when people need it. So when you look at what that sponsorship's done, Stephen, you've helped us make that happen. It's all coming to life now. This podcast is going to make more and more people aware. So from a Foyne Jones perspective, from a KBB industry perspective, Thank you, Mr. Johnson. You've made a difference to us. you put your money where your
1: mouth is. Yeah, thank you. Listen, we're fortunate enough to be in a position to help, and it's you guys that are going to, um, you guys are going to do the work and get all these people employed. But as I say, we, I think we all have a wider responsibility to the industry. I'd like to see lots more of the larger companies step up to the plate and help these people that are out of work get back into work. And I think if we can do that, we will have a prosperous and thriving industry at the end of this
0: and that's what we all want right and what we want is we want people to be positive we want people to be optimistic and the 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 brutal reality is no recruitment consultant no business no single person no company is going to fix everyone but if you give them the people the tools to take control of their own destiny and look at how they're what they're approaching their job search like a project you know like how you when is your team during furlough it was different but you did it in a different way I've got job seekers who are going to be coming onto my podcast to share their stories, right? A girl last night, Stephen, she sent me a video, yeah? So to, to stand up, she sent me a, an emoji version of a town called Malice, right, with her changing the lyrics to be relevant to her sector. It, I mean, it was about half past 10 at night and I looked at it and I just thought, bang, you know, you've nailed it because yeah. immediately you're, you've stand you are standing out from all the other messages. Amazing. Callum, Callum's got it. We're putting it out there. Now, not everyone wants to do it, but you know, I've been doing some coaching and mentoring, right? It's under the radar. I'm seeing boys and girls that I'm working with putting their first videos online. Really right? cool. You can see them doing it and you can see the response they're getting. You're going, this is making a difference. So, Another way we're going to make a difference is we're going to welcome Andy Jones to the podcast. So, Andy, we're not related, but we share a surname. Hmm. Um, You've got an interesting story as a business owner and and as a startup and doing what you're doing. So, do you want to just cut out a couple of minutes tell tell Stephen and and the listeners kind of what you are and what gin and jones is all about i think the clues in the first part of the name, Stephen. but we'll we'll come <laughs> on to it right. over to
2: you andy yeah thanks peter yeah so um pretty much retail has been all my life really i left uh, university at 20 doing a sports science degree um hoping to do something in that field my dad fell really poorly actually so i ran the family business for well it was supposed to be a year till he got back on his feet so 21 years later i'm still here bought a couple more shops in the meantime and Built on built on my own one about 15 years ago. I bought my own one outright and built that on. Then a bit of a godsend. I woke up in the, in, in the morning and thought, I just need something else. I'm sure you could relate to this, Peter, a little bit. Just need something else to sort of, um, I don't know, just test me again. And I thought, well, what can I do? And it was sort of points with little directions and uh, – I've always liked my gin. It's a small lie, actually. I was watching my dad drink gin from a very young age and I thought it was a piece of cake, so I tried it for the first time and <laughs> apparently it wasn't. But um back back in my early twenties and, and sort of fell in love with it again, love mixing it, and I thought, you know what, I could really put this out there and and see what happens. And it's pretty pretty much started as a hobby and then sort of turned into a bit more than a hobby now, to be honest with you. I've still got my other businesses I do, but I thoroughly enjoy doing this one. So it sort of incorporates Um, I've got 450 gins on the actual gin store site. And then um, I do gin club membership, which is thriving. I love doing Gin and Jones Comes to You, where I go with two professional mixologists and myself so we, we've done up to 150 people, and then a couple of people in the area here. I'm down on the south coast. We do um, early day Friday for Gin and Jones. So I go in their office three till five, and then basically it's just chaos for the last two hours. But they definitely.
0: You'll get someone to Manchester before the end of this call. I was <laughs> going to <laughs> say we need him in here on a Friday at the moment. Oh, okay. do, 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 do you know what, though, Andy? You do it with a smile on your face, right? So, so Stephen, naturally, Mrs. Jones has signed up, right? My my good lady has signed up. She's a fully paid member. And the excitement—it wasn't the artisan gin and the and the fudge and the sexy glasses. I mean, one of them looked like a pretty big weapon, mate. You know what I mean? One of them the temper, it was, Do you know what? It was the it was the it was the little personal touch—the apron, the other little bits and pieces you put in. She set it all up for you, Andy. And like oh, this, brilliant! And she built like a we're kind of a bar type thing in the in the garden. and she set it all up. She's going back to Andy, and I just thought, right. This is something special here, and I'd like to do something for our industry. So Stephen's been, you know, headline sponsor of the podcast, and really getting involved in the in the back to work, the employability, and the, the life changing element. We want to bring a bit of cheer. We want to bring a bit of the, uh, you know, the early finish Friday and the, the and, and the mixing. So what we're going to do is, and I've only briefly mentioned this to Stephen, but we are going to. And I want to announce this to all our listeners. We are going to have a monthly KBB Hero Award, all right? And we are going to look for nominations for people who have gone gone above the call of duty, I think, Stephen, whether they've given something back to their community, whether they've helped others, they've done, done to work for charity. But someone in KBB who stood out as a KBB hero, you know, stood up and be counted, Andy Jones from Gillian Jones is going to, Gonna give us a hamper a month to give away, aren't you? And it's it's quite a sexy hamper you're providing, Andy. And it's one of the uh, it's one of the VIP
2: ones, mate. Is that right? It's I mean? yeah. It comes in. Um, I don't want to spoil it too much for the first first award winner, but it's it, they won't be disappointed. It's lovely. It Comes in a sandblasted box with with a name on. I can personalise it now, up to um, you know with some initials on glasses. Which I've just started to do as well. So it comes in a really lovely box. Um, loads of mixers, um, a quality gin, premium gin. Um, yeah, won't be disappointed. It's um, the it coast to um, a little gin book as well. I put in there with some. It's called the Gin and Jones Mixing Club, where there's probably about three hundred ways to mix with any gin and any mixer.
0: Sounds like a room that has to end, Stephen, doesn't it? If you, know. <laughs> you
1: can send, if you've got any sample boxes, you want to send.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, well, I, nice. I, you know we were talking, Mister Johnson. <laughs> okay, and uh, I had a feeling that gin would be reasonably popular in the Johnson household. Yeah, it was just a feeling I had. So, yeah. we we are going to award our, our KBB hero. The first award is going to be going to you, Stephen Johnson.
1: Well, that's very kind of you. Thank you. So
0: <laughs> you can share it with the team. You can do what you want. But the first hamper has got your name on it. Very and kind of you. Thank you. Without you, the redundancy support and what we're doing for industry would be very hard to deliver. Um, when I approached you about it, you said that send me the details, we want to help. You, you stood up and be counted. So I think doing that is 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 good enough to be the first winner. But we want to have 11 or 12 others in the next calendar month who are going to be doing the same. So it doesn't have to be a major sponsorship. It could be helping an elderly person in the community. It could be, it could be anything you're doing that that deserves some recognition. So I'd, I'd like to think, guys, that the three of us can judge the next award winner. So it can't all stay in house. And then it will it will go out. But I thought that was a good good way to get Andy onto the podcast and, and introduce you guys.
1: Lovely, so, that's a nice
0: gift, thank, thank you. you. And
1: uh, yeah, really good to meet you.
2: Andy oh, well
0: uh, Stephen? Yeah, only did good. say he'd like to see you something behind you tapping one of your videos, Stephen, mate. Do you know what I mean? So <laughs> in the in 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 the black or black turtle net but yeah yeah he'll get yeah i'll send him an apron mate you got to get an apron apron. yeah Yeah, definitely and it's blue not red because he wouldn't like red he's a city fan yeah
1: actually the color is the red
0: yeah but but you you know what though what's interesting is that we are in kind of you know we've been through the dark times we're coming out of it you know Stephen, your business is 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 battling through and marching on I've I'm in a completely different place to what I was in April and May and June. And, 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 and there is this optimism and energy. We can only do it by helping each other. So, so let, let's try and stay positive. And I think from a, from a fine Jones show from an, it's a new game series. What a great way to, to, to bring the podcast to a close, but Stephen, you know, I, I always like doing this because I, because I know you don't hold back any closing message from you for episode one of series four, just talking to, to the listeners, talking to yeah, you think two really positive
1: messages. I think the first thing is since lockdown's finished, business has been brisk and buoyant. So I think we have lots to be encouraged about. I think the second message is that if you're in a fortunate and privileged enough position to be able to help others in the industry at this time, then I would encourage other companies or other individuals that are in that position to step up to the plate and help whoever they can. And I think the more people that can do that, the better we will all be and the better we will all feel. And I I hope that we can, uh, through your support and services, get everybody back into employment.
0: Well we're going to do whatever we can I think mean, we we need to give people the the tools to be able to help themselves. We need to make as much noise as possible as we can about the great people that are out there and I've got some amazing people I've been speaking to and and for everyone that that, that sends a video that stands out and get gets you excited there's others that need motivation and encouragement they need support you know because they're on different stages of their journey. We've got a duty of care to do that we'll do it. Through this podcast, this series is going to keep going. Um, we've got we got a special guest in episode two. We've got an ex Fulham Manchester United, QPR, and England footballer. That's all I'm going to say as a teaser <laughs> for this. But, uh, you may have noticed it on LinkedIn because amazingly, Stephen. And I don't know how I do these things. I managed to interview him and record the podcast on the 30-year anniversary of the World Cup semi-final of England v West Germany. He was on that pitch when Gaza cried? There yeah, you go. <laughs> how, do you, how, do, how do i get these guests on this <laughs> i don't know but Stephen johnson from a foyne jones and a peter jones perspective the redundancy support you are offering has made a massive difference we're going to keep doing what you are doing i have got a couple of webinars involved which i wouldn't mind you joining me yeah, on the stage okay.
1: yeah
0: i wouldn't mind you joining me on the stage so i'm going to build them in lovely because hearing your voice that would be brilliant andy you are the, well, you're, you're, you're a new member of the Foyn Jones podcast, but you are you are the, the sponsor of the KBB Hero Award. Lovely. I'll give you Steve's details so we can have a fantastic Friday if you get it up there on time for him. We're Foyn Jones. This is the first episode of the It's a New Game series. This is my fourth podcast series. The last one, we got into the charts in 16 countries across the world. We're going to do better this time. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you in the next episode. Hope you enjoyed it, gents. Lovely. Thank
2: you. Thank you. you. Thanks
0: for you doing, Peter. Thanks. So there you go. That's the end of the podcast. We are Foy Jones. This is the fourth series of the Foy Jones Show. Stay safe, keep healthy, be positive, because it's a new game.